This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. As we continue to run around NFL training camps, let's welcome board right now. A very good linebacker in his day, and that is Ben Lieber, a former Vikings linebacker, currently a Vikings radio analyst, joins us now, has joined us before. Hey, Ben, hopefully the summer's going well for you. Training camps are here. Taz of the Moose, and thanks for the time this morning. Ben, what's up? Not much, guys. How you guys doing? We're doing well, Ben. We're doing well, and, you know, it's good to have uh, training camps back in the fold, no? It is. I mean, football's right around the corner. Uh, I know we had uh, some version of football last <laughs> night. I'm not, I'm not sure what you call it, but uh, it, is, it, is, it is the uh, the start to the NFL season. I think everybody's excited about it. Uh, it's going to go all the way through February, and I can't wait. Uh, hey, Ben, so let me ask you, let's speak on, on the Vikes here. On the Vikings, a little more comfortable, would you say, in camp uh, this time around? Considering they don't have as big as a target per, target per se on their back as as opposed to last season. Yeah, I think so. I think you you feel a sense of more just business like atmosphere. I think they all understand that they were they did not live up to ex- expectations last year, and you know nobody's nobody really around the national uh scene is saying all oh, the the Vikings are the, the sleeper pick for the Super Bowl and all this right. other stuff like they were saying last year and there's a lot of guys that sort of admitted at the end of the season that yeah we felt that we uh, they I think they they uh came into the season a little too high on the horse and they maybe didn't work on a day-to-day basis like they should and and they they sort of felt like people were crowning them and they and they believed in that a little bit so I think that's been a point of emphasis all off season with Coach Zimmer is just you know stay focused on today, don't worry about anything else, and and you can feel that at training camp right now. Yeah, and 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 certainly, what about year two here? You mentioned all the hype a year ago. A lot of it had to do with the Vikings finally got their quarterback right, and Kirk Cousins. What about Cousins year two in a in a, in a purple uniform? You know, it's been funny because he's had this sort of renaissance feel in the off season where he's been very. Um, vulnerable and and open to the media about who he is and how people view him and you know he said he basically is saying like I'm going to make a concerted effort to kind of change people's perception of of who he is as a player and I, I think it's been a really um, interesting and honest and sort of probably you know individually emotional experience this whole off season of him just letting everybody in to, to see who he really is. He's coming out of a shell a little bit. Um, I don't think that he's as sort of robotic in his approach. And these are all things that, that he's identified himself. And I think it's been really refreshing to see how he's handled the, the media this offseason, his approach to the game this offseason. And, you know, for the, for the practices that I've been at, I mean, he's just been dealing – awesome you know mm. balls down the field to tight ends and he's spreading the ball around a little bit more so uh he definitely looks a lot more comfortable well speaking of that with cousins you know uh and talking about tight ends so kyle rudolph kirk, kirk cousins is that chemistry there i mean you know cousin admitted the other day 
uh, chemistry wasn't really there last season. Would you would you see Ben as far as looking at these guys on the field throwing the ball to each other, uh, throwing the ball to uh, to Rudolph and stuff like that, and on patterns he was running? Yeah, you know, I will say about last year. I know that Kirk has sort of taken a lot of that on a, that on himself, but I kind of think with the offensive coordinator change and all this other stuff, the, they didn't have an identity. And yes, I think there are times where he he sort of forgot about getting the ball to the tight ends. But I also think that they were struggling a little bit to figure out who they really were on offense. The running game just wasn't there with Dalvin Cook missing a, a bunch of games. And even when he came back, I don't think he was I mean, truly, truly healthy. Um, and then uh, DiFilippo gets let go. And then I think there was a lot of turmoil with the offensive line, especially with Sperano passing away right before training camp. Um, so it's a little – I. I know he's been a little hard on himself, like he didn't identify the tight ends a lot last year, but for whatever the case may be, they are definitely doing that this year. And I think I get the sense that drafting Herb Smith did light a little bit of a fire under Kyle Rudolph, and Kyle looks to be a little bit more slimmed down, a little leaner going into camp, and he has been nearly uncoverable. Um, I haven't seen a linebacker really cover him. Uh, He's gotten Harrison Smith a couple times, and that's a hard thing to do. And really, he just looks so much more comfortable, and there's an ease to his his route running. That's uh, really uh, being productive so far in training camp. So, whether it's Herb Smith or or Conklin or Rudolph, the tight ends really have been uh, kind of the stars of camp. We're talking to Ben Lieber, former uh, Vikings linebacker, current uh, color analyst. Uh, ben, how about the offensive line? Um, you know, which was a tad of an issue a year ago. What about that group? That five in front. You know, Cook has got to stay healthy, run the football. You mentioned more, maybe a leaner and a little motivated Kyle Rudolph. We know what the playmakers you have on the outside, quarterback. But what about the offensive line, big guys up front? It's always hard to tell at this point in camp, but they. They seem to have a lot more confidence. Um, I think starting out on the on the very right hand side, Brian O'Neill was a, a surprise guy that because of injury to step in last year, they, they didn't think when they drafted him that he was going to be injected right in the starting lineup. Uh, they thought maybe he'd kind of take this little red shirt year and add some weight. But man, that that kid has just a, a great attitude. He loves football. He's one of these guys that just wants to get his hands dirty and he's just kind of grimy. He did add some weight this this off season, um, and he's very athletic. And that goes all the way down the, the the line. Josh Klein kind of fits exactly what they're looking for at right guard. Obviously, they get Bradbury, and that's kind of a two for one deal because they get him, and then they move Elfine to left guard. Um, and I just think with with that whole setup and the way they sort of operate, with Bradbury being what a twenty four year old rookie and being very mature. Kirk Cousins already said that he's just blown away with how how he approaches the game. He doesn't seem like a rookie. He seems like he's been a starter in this league already. Um, you know, out of OTAs, Kyle Rudolph was saying that Bradbury had the had the best camp of any offensive player. Mm. Um, so, I think that there is um, some chemistry, a solidarity, and I think an identity with this offensive line. They get in and out of the huddle quickly, efficiently, and all the guys uh, just. I think they're just tough. You know, this is all just in the, and with one draft pick and one free agent pickup, all of a sudden this offensive line seems like they're sort of an intimidating force. And, uh, and I love to see it. That's awesome. Uh, Ben, so you mentioned Dalvin cook for a second there. So let me ask you, 
like, and you've seen them in camp and stuff like that as of recent. I mean, you think the Vikings and Vikings fans should have a little concern being that Cook, you know, Cook's injury in the past and stuff like that. I mean, uh, how do you feel he's looking right now? Uh, what, what, you know, break him down for what you've seen of him at camp thus far. You know, he's he's looked great. I mean, I think this system, it's really interesting because we're, we're all speculating what the system's going to be like with Kevin Stefanski. Is it going to be the zone scheme primarily? Is it going to be a lot of cutback runs? Is it going to be a little bit of two-back? And, uh, and I've seen sort of all of it. You know, I'm, I'm surprised to see that this offense is going a lot of fullback with C.J. Ham, um, <clears throat> a lot of two tight end sets and sort of power run football, but also doing a lot of cutback stuff. And, and they've even talked about publicly that Dalvin's a guy that is not just going to fit into one system. They think that he can run a zone scheme because he plays with great vision. Uh, he's notoriously good at, at finding and creating space when there doesn't look like there's a hole uh, we've seen him do that a bunch of times in, in his time here. And he also has the ability to run right behind a fullback and be patient, wait for blocks to be set up, and then just kind of burst through the line. So they feel like a healthy Dalvin Cook really gives this offense a ton of flexibility, a ton of versatility. And, you know, he looks just as fast and just as strong as he always has been. Um, but that's the the number one thing is, can he stay healthy for 16 games? And And I don't think that anybody – thinks that he's going to be playing every every game of the regular season. I think that 14 games, if we can get a good quality 14 games out of him, that'll be a success. Um, ben, uh, the defense here, because, you know, Taz and I last year were, you know, doing our thing, free agency begins, Anthony Barr agrees to join the Jets and then doesn't officially sign the deal. They were in a verbal agreement. Then all of a sudden Anthony Barr is returning uh, to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, and decided not to sign that contract with the Jets and, and gets a, spank, a spanking new deal with Minnesota. What transpired? I mean, being around the team, knowing Anthony, you know, what led, you know, I know he addressed it, but, you know, kind of the way that all went down and what Anthony Barr means to that Vikings defense. Well, Anthony, at the end of last year, I'd say the last five games of the season, I mean, looked like an all-pro. Uh, the, the way he was playing, uh, they got him – Going downhill a little bit more, um, less in space, and and Mike Zimmer even sort of admitted that it's taken a while for him to to get a true sense of the type of player that he is. And I think they really started to dial in his true role at the end of last season. And he was just physical. Um, he takes on blocks. He does a lot of things, getting after the quarterback and and things of that nature. So if they can take what they did at the last end of last season and apply that this season, I think he's going to have a tremendous year. But as far as who he is and, and coming back to the team and kind of turning his back on the Jets, you know, he's a quiet guy, but he's very cerebral. Um, he knows what's going to make him happy. And being in a system that he started to flourish in last year, at the end of last year, having his best friend and Eric Kendricks on the team, uh, having a, a very close bond with Harrison Smith and a lot of the guys on defense, I think that he just realized that, you know, a couple million dollars here and there is not going to make him happy on a new team. And he admits that he doesn't think that New York's really the city for him. And um, so he, he he bought into the whole idea that the grass is not always greener and uh, and the money's not worth it. And he I think he, he feels that they've got something special with this football team, with what Zimmer's doing, with Cousins and offense and all that everything. He thinks this is going to be a team that's going to compete. And I, I just don't think that he got that sense with the Jets. 
And uh, even though it's a couple million dollars difference, um, he's willing to make that sacrifice to to win. Hey Ben, what about you mentioned Zimmer? You know, head coach Mike Zimmer is he under the gun right now with the offense? In your opinion, like considering, you know, you mentioned before about some of the offensive assistants that are gone and stuff like, and he's a defensive guy, obviously, but. You know, uh, is there more stress under him, or has he got more pressure on? I know, I, obviously, all these head coaches have a lot of pressure on him. I know that, but you know what I mean. Like, speak on that if you don't mind a little bit about Zimmer. Sure. You know, I think the reality is is what it is. I mean, this is a team that invested eighty four million dollars in a quarterback. They felt like he was the the last missing piece, and Zim has put together great defenses when he's been here. Um, and it has equated in a lot of playoff wins and long and, and long runs in the postseason or even appearance in the Super Bowl, which was what everybody was thinking. So, of course, I mean, the, I, I got to think that the whole administration is under a lot of pressure. Um, I know that they gave both he and Spielman their, their extension onto their contracts, which, as you guys know, doesn't always mean much. It's just almost more of a, just a comfort thing for the public. Um, but I think that there is a real sense of, of pressure that if they don't succeed at a high, high level this year, that things could go down and it's not going to be good. And I think it puts the ownership in a really tough situation because it, he's a talented coach. He's a well-respected coach, but production is what matters. And, and when you put out that much money in the, in what you think is the missing link and you don't get it done, um, people have to answer for that. So, yeah, as unfortunately as it is, because um, everybody loves what he's doing, I think he's he's the right mindset and the right coach for this fan base. Um, if they don't win this year and they win at a high level, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of tough decisions to make in the offseason. You know, Ben, um, biggest concern early on in camp, obviously everyone wants to stay healthy, but when you look at the positional you know, roster depth chart of this team, mm-hmm. what's, what's your biggest concern about this team Go, uh, you know, as, as camp uh, you know, officially has opened up? Uh, two of them for me, and, and sadly they're on defense. Um, quality play at corner and depth in the secondary. Uh, Xavier Rhodes did not have a great year last year. Um, you know, I, I've I think that there's this, you know, everybody loves to talk about this road closed moniker and all this other stuff, but I, I think that he's got to play more physical. He's got to get back to what he was in 2017, and uh, and he's got to step up. Trey Waynes, um, you know, last year of his contract, he's got a lot to play for, but he, he is not ex- the most consistent guy when it comes to injury. He kind of gets dinged up a little bit, um, and they don't have a, a lot of depth, so you, we worry about defensive backfield depth and then the other one to me is is three technique um right now shamar stefan who's a quality player is, is starting at three technique but i i have reservations about how he's going to hold up in the run game and linval joseph uh for whatever reason was not playing up to his his level at the end of last year was not playing physical was catching a lot of blocks and uh, and wasn't taking up the double teams that the linebackers want so desperately so i, I think the interior of the defensive front has got to get better and um, and the guys on the outside of the corner, they've, they've got to step up and make some plays. Uh, ben, final one, 8-7-1 a year ago. You mentioned it, you know, the expectations. Maybe guys didn't do everything they needed to do to win. Now get humbled a little bit, a little disappointing. I know it's not the same. We both know it's not the same exact team. What are the expectations, though, with uh, maybe a team that's got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder? You mentioned the mindset of Cousins as well. What are the expectations this year for the Vikings? What do you think they can be? Well, I've got them winning 11 games just looking at the, the schedule right now. And, and I'm not trying to be a homer with that, that, that record. I, just, I think that I do believe in what they're doing. 
Um, I do believe in Cousins. I believe in, in Stefanski and what he's trying to do. And, and I have no doubt that Zim's going to figure out uh, all, the, all the issues on defense and be a top-10 defense again. So my expectations, I think the team's expectations, are to win a lot of football games and to make a deep run in the playoffs. And that's, I, I think it's not just about winning one game in the playoffs. I think it's, if they don't get to the NFC Championship game, I think that's going to feel like a big disappointment. And um, so if, if, for me, it's playoffs for sure. And then how far they get in, I'm not. I'm not sure. Obviously, what they're going to do there, but I think from a fan base and from a team perspective, it's got to be at least NFC Championship game. If not, it's a, it's a major disappointment. Yeah, I mean, Ben, the, the talent is certainly there. We'll see if Cousins can lead them there. We appreciate the time this morning, the comments, and enjoy camp. Enjoy the rest of the summer before regular season football does begin, and have a great weekend. All right, Ben. Thanks a lot, Ben. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You got it. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 